0: Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow. Between science and superstition. And it lies between the pit of one's fears and the summit of one's knowledge. You are now traveling through a dimension of imagination. You just crossed over into the Twilight Zone.
0: Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo.
2: Can you put that in an email and send it to the ocean?
0: And the amazing Chris Rendezzo. Sunlight
3: really is the best disinfectant.
0: We here on this week's episode, talk television. This week, it was my pick via Angie from last week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I chose the Twilight Zone, the new version, the the 2019 version, season one, episode one, The Comedian. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest the show. There's lots of stuff out there. Help us weed through it. We'll watch it. I promise. So, did you guys watch any of this before I suggested it? Nope. No. Okay. Just hadn't gotten to it. And I had I have not heard a single bad thing about it, and then I was kind of surprised when I went to like IMDb to see like it's only got like a 6.3 out of 10 stars. Usually, that's weird. Yeah, I mean...
2: I'm sure it's getting knocked down a couple of points because it's on all access. That's true. That's <laughs> also true, probably, yeah. People uh,
0: tend to go
3: in with a bad attitude when you've had to jump through that particular hoop to watch something. <laughs>
0: Um so so Miss Angela and myself, we sat down and watched this, and within I don't even know when did the the credits start, like the intro a minute in I feel like it was longer than that like I had chills all the way through because as as soon as the credits like the that intro finished, I literally turned to her and I went that That is exactly what I wanted to feel when this show started. Yeah,
3: it's the Twilight Zone, which is more than you can say about anything since the Twilight Zone. The original Twilight Zone. (laughs) Because they've they've taken swings at this before, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, like like in, I think, the 80s?
3: Yeah, I feel like I've seen something else that wasn't this, and it's been like... There was a couple of movies. But, you know, this was... The Twilight Zone. This was this felt to me like going to see For the Force Awakens, um, for the first time. And I know that's a a loaded bag for a lot of weirdos out there, but I went to go see The Force Awakens and I was like, that was Star Wars. And like, there's Mm -hmm. been other Star Wars, but they haven't been Star Wars. I went to just go see a Star Wars movie. That's what this felt like to me was like I'm watching the Twilight Zone. Like I'm not watching some wacky new thing. It's like I'm watching the soul of the Twilight Zone in modern day and that's wonderful
0: and it just it i don't like to say it's been repackaged is not fair they took the essence of the twilight zone and polished it up and made it look really nice they they like because when you say modernized or you know any of those term it makes it feel like it's it's removed itself from the original in some way shape or form and this didn't
3: yeah, it's like they made a new Twilight episode, zone episode with modern technology. Like the cameras are new, but the soul is still there. Which is <laughs> essentially what I meant to say by saying I watched The Force Awakens because mm. it's a very similar kind of continuation. It's not. It wasn't just done like slapped the name on it, but we're going to put our own spin on it. It's like no, we're going to make new Twilight Zone. Mm. We're going to t- look at Twilight Zone and say, okay,
0: how would we make this today? And then just do that. <laughs> Which is a rarity. nowadays. I mean like and there are certain things that like truly speak to the Twilight Zone and I don't know if you guys noticed this but yes you are correct. They did use modern technology but the shots were still the same shots that profile really close to the camera the the. Using the full frame of the screen, but minimally to make it f- like like to, to make it feel like the characters on the screen are alone or like they used visual techniques exactly the way the original show did. And the music, mm-hmm. like the, the musical cues, even if they were just creepy sound effects in the back were were perfect. It, Like, I can't think of anything else that I could have wanted from this.
3: I mean, yeah, I, I guess I can't either. Um, it, it was a tad predictable, but that's not necessarily a problem. Like, I feel I, like I've seen Twilight Zone episodes right. where I'm just like, okay, I get what's happening here. I want to see it unfold, and I do want to kind of see how it, how it concludes, how it wraps up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wrapped up exactly as I was hoping it would i was like okay this guy doesn't seem like a bad guy but he's making a bunch of bad moves so he's going to talk about himself and erase himself at the end and he did Mm -hmm. so cool man so i was really just kind of you know what i was hoping for i was hoping that he would say to somebody can you say any of the jokes that i said that made you laugh because people kept telling me it was funny and he'd be like but i'm just saying names I want to know why he didn't just say, okay, just, just tell me any words that I said to you tonight that made you laugh. And like, uh, I don't know, he, that, did, he that, never did that. that. So there you go. The soup.
2: Um, I think um, one change that I would have wanted to make is a uh, different casting because I really like Kumail Nanjiani and I didn't want him to like be horrible. And, and that was the thing,
0: like, <laughs> that gives credit to Kumail. Like, he is a, an amazingly likable human being. And by the end of this, well, just shy of the end of this episode, you're like, I don't like him. Like he fell down the most predictable path, which is the standard for something like this. But it's it's slightly different because it's Kumail. Like I I, back in the like in the original episodes, I guess maybe it's different for me because they weren't from my time period they were from before me so watching them it it wasn't like stars it wasn't entertainment stars for me they were entertainment stars from old that i had to experience n- new seeing tracy morgan and kumail and and like like those i recognized those people and they have their own identities for me already um tracy morgan was perfect in that
2: he was effective,
0: <laughs> creepy, you know, crossroads devil esque person, and it, I, I, I like everybody did really well. Even the the jackass comedian that that apparently ran over a mother and child, the bus stop guy, mm-hmm. like he was the perfect amount of unlikable, but you could, you could. Absolutely expect to see someone of that character on the New York comedy scene right now uh-huh. like it's not unbelievable it's and kudos, special shout out to Jordan Peel as the narrator like like just saying that right now, I got a chill again because of how he presented that character he did uh, he did credit to. It's Serling, right? I feel like I, yeah, I, I Rod Serling. It, he it's it shows the amount of reverence that he has for this the for the source material.
3: It was Yes, he does make a uh he does make a very good
0: Rod Sterling. The um the intro was great, modernized, but still of the same feel of
3: what it was. <laughs> It reminds me a lot of like the new Doctor Who intros, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they all pay homage to those original ones in some way, shape or form. Uh, and that's you know, very similar to what this does. Like, it's as if the show
0: was still running. And it just naturally progressed to this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and it's, 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 it's a shame that something like this is a standout in a time when so many things are being. Redone. Like this is the way to redo something properly. Not necessarily, re, like you don't, if, you, if the show is good enough to redo, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. The wheel is there. Use that wheel. Just push it down the road a little bit further so that you, you can get, you know, the modern audience.
3: I you did a really good job with that wheel thing. I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i really wanted it to work for him the, for the comedian when he was when he you know he realized what he was doing and he didn't really want to hurt anybody so then he started talking about the president and i really wanted that to work for him
0: <laughs> i see what you did there it didn't
2: it didn't work it didn't work it- but chris to your point about um it you know, being predictable, it was predictable right up until the last like five seconds. And then it yeah. wasn't predictable. And that was the part that I loved the most because they planted that seed right in the beginning with that big mural of people. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, that's a really cool, you know, thing to have on the comedy club wall. And then like it turned out to be like the thing.
0: It, 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 it was yeah, the shining esque. That, that
3: was the giant, delicious, amazing <laughs> cherry on top of like a really solid episode. I'm like, this is good. This is solid stuff. I'm really enjoying it. Oh,
0: that is fantastic! There was a <laughs> bit. So, okay,
2: I that's what I want. I want an ice cream sundae now. <laughs> Damn you!
0: The it was Didi. Was yes, it, that was the other comedian. Didi, now get that, out of my laboratory! <laughs> <laughs> Did he make her vanish? The other comedian, yeah, at the end. Okay. So at the end of, was it the end of the episode where she's sitting there talking to Tracy Morgan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I didn't so know. So like
3: that. he disappeared and then everybody that he made disappear seems to have come back. Okay. And then she starts talking to Tracy Morgan.
0: Now, I don't know if you caught it because I barely caught it and had to, you know, do the 10 second jump back but as they 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 introduce that scene where she is talking to Tracy Morgan, and then they do the pan away to to you know pan into the next room, and when they switch cameras, you see her from like sort of like beside and behind, and she's by herself
2: uh-huh but
0: she is still talking to someone like that little bit was like that to me meant they actually put a lot of effort into this to just that little nuance right there. This is, this is the twilight zone. And I'm, I'm curious. Um, Oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Who did our, our twilight zone? Brent, Brent, Brandon,
2: Brandon, Brandon.
0: Yeah. Brandon. I'm curious. Has, have we heard anything from him about this? Cause he is a huge twilight zone fan.
3: Yeah. I feel like I've seen him on Twitter just talking about, you know
0: being happy with it, but I I don't know for a hundred percent sure. Let me ask him. <laughs> I mean, because I was I would, like I don't really know anybody that's actually gone. Oh no, I hate the Twilight Zone. Um, but most people that I know like the original Twilight Zone. But Brandon took it to a whole another level, and I'm curious as to how uh, like a uh, a diehard fan feels about something like this because by my eye they did they did right but i don't necessarily hold it in as high a regard as some so yeah i am also a a
3: casual fan i'm a a filthy casual (laughs) in the uh twilight zone love department but i do have a, a healthy reference for it and i've enjoyed pretty much everything i've seen so and this uh this was quite quite delightful which is you know weird to say about a Comedian who can, like, it was pretty
2: dark. Like, I don't know that I expected it to be that dark. And I was surprised that uh, I mean, I don't know why I should be surprised Mm -hmm. on a streaming service, but I was surprised at how much cursing there was. (laughs)
0: It is a streaming service, but it is a uh, but it's CBS's
2: streaming service, so so it's kind of like kind of surprising,
0: kind of. I will be, but it didn't take me out of the episode.
2: No, no, it just kind of was like, oh, what? he just said fuck. Oh, Wait, all right. It's
0: okay. This is not channel two. <laughs> um, the outside of this episode, after at the end of the episode, they, they showed uh, where, how I was watching. They showed the trailer, if you will, for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And like, it all looks really good and really entertaining. And I know that's the job of a trailer, but like, Seeing uh, uh, Jason Jason O'Dowd, in in he's gonna be in one of the episodes. It's like he, there are faces that I recognize that I will be similar to Kumail, not humongous stars, but people that I will recognize that I will want and and be entertained by seeing them in 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 this show. So Adam Scott, Adam Scott, yeah, that he does um. That, uh, he's 20- doing the shatner one yeah i i really hope at one point in time he pulls out a shatner-esque impersonation it just starts yelling con <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: middle of the play yeah i'm okay and it looks i can't from what i could see they're going all through time and space and whatnot like it doesn't look like it's staying on earth if you will like it's not staying current um which will be really interesting to see where they go. There's five, I think five episodes have released so far. So, and, uh, when we, in a few minutes, when we talk about the news, there's some good news for twilight zone fans in general, but all in all, I really enjoyed this and I actually will be making time to watch the rest of this because it was a solid hour long entertaining show. I didn't, I I I did not feel that it was at all like nothing seemed to be wasted to me. Even like you know, there were points in time where you see an episode where it goes like you know what's he's what's going to happen like at the beginning, he he talked about his dog, the dog vanished, then you know that is going to repeat. He's going to do it again, and it's going to be that same bit, but it's going to be something else. Sometimes that gets repetitive to the point of boring, and they did it so well or so seamlessly that it f- like it escalated in the proper manner you
2: know i kind of liked how kid. um yeah once the kid disappeared and he started to figure out what was going on i liked how he was talking to his girlfriend about it but also kind of not talking to her just talking about it mm-hmm. like talking it out like hey that that's a you know i don't I'm sure this happens with you and Ange, I'm, I think it probably happens around here too, that you're like, you're talking and you're sort of talking to the other person, but you're really just kind of like talking something out yeah. in your head and you're not really talking to them, you're just talking. Yeah. And that's just, that was such a recognizable thing. I really, really enjoyed that where he was like, right, because they're not. So-
0: <laughs> it's thinking out loud. I that's yeah. what I call it and I go, Don't don't try to answer me, don't engage in anyway. This is me literally just voicing my brain pattern and that's it. And
2: I always call it talking out loud, which is wrong because you're always talking out loud. That, that's true, but, <laughs> but
3: yes I How I, else can you talk? <laughs>
0: Um, uh,
2: but yeah, when he was like, uh, what did he say? Like, oh, it's not like I killed them. They just disappeared. They never existed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about a sister-in-law or, <laughs> yeah, that's not something you would actually like really say to somebody and her and, and the girlfriend's like, what the hell are you talking about? But like, he's just, and she had the proper response.
0: A- that was, that was right. Like she didn't engage it to make it like, oh, this is something that we need to figure out. Like she said, you're all right. You're acting like. Like, did you pick out a, an asylum? Is this something that we need to discuss kind of thing? And it just progressed.
2: It's but it was a good way to get the character's sort of mental thought process mm-hmm. out in front of the audience.
0: They did a very good job. Very happy. So, um, uh, thumbs up all around, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, there you go. Twilight Zone is back. Fan. <laughs> Fantastic, thank you, Jordan Peele. Big fan of the show. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned.
3: Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are, but did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geeky.com is your one-stop shop for fresh, original content, no matter what your geek is. Each week, you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's
1: your geek? Hey guys, Vest Lord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me achieve a massive victory? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me eat food, mukbang, right there? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. Guys, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We got emoticons. Uh, we got sub badges. We got all sorts of stuff going on over there. And If you just want to pop in, say hi, give us a follow. You know we really do appreciate it trying to uh, spread the love, trying to spread Vestlore Global to a house near you, maybe even your house. So, guys, pop in, say hello, and we'll catch you next time on twitch.tv slash geekade. See you then, guys. Stay vestly, keep playing games.
0: GeekAid is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekaid.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, GeekAid is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekaid.com. Send your ad in today, and we're back. Welcome back. Thanks for checking out our commercials. Let's talk some news. First up, now I didn't realize that this was a Netflix show. First and foremost, but from really, yeah, I thought it was on like I don't know, one of the cooking channels or one of the home. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, and uh, but apparently I was incorrect. Variety.com tells us that, that nailed it. Season three sets a May premiere date at Netflix. Uh, Ooh,
2: churn them out, Netflix. Yeah,
0: um, May 17th globally. And what was it? I was. It was a short season. Was it like I haven't watched?
2: This, They're all short seasons. Was it, was, There's like six or eight episodes in each one.
0: Now this one looks. This season. If you will, looks very entertaining to me because they have um, they have a couple of, of entertaining guest judges like Felicia Day. Um, but that, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the one where regular people do cooking stuff and it comes up horribly. Yes. All right. So <laughs> they're going to do Marvel themed cupcakes and a Panther Black Panther cake and like bugs, and, and this all looks... Okay, so, if it was a real cooking show, I would watch it to see how it turns out, like, to see the professionalism of it. I'm curious as to what Cacophobia episode will bring to the screen, because that looks like it's going to go fantastically. So...
2: It's pretty awesome. People tend to make the same three or four mistakes. And then, like, once you see somebody do one of those things, it's like, oh, that's where it went sideways. Now, now what's it going to look like?
0: Give give me a little bit more on that. Like, give me one of the most common mistakes.
2: They'll overfill their cake pans or Uh, they don't cool off their cake before they start frosting it. Like, these are like very cl- like these are things that i feel like my kids have learned not to do by watching the show even gotcha. though they're not really cake bakers
0: <laughs> yes but yeah if you think about it yes you don't want to over because it rises you don't want to put it on while it's hot because it'll melt i get make sense
2: but and they give them a blast freezer to put their cakes in but just sometimes people are like don't even think about it
0: why do i need a blast freezer i want the cake to be warm um so th- it's it is the $10,000 prize still the same? Did they? That's
2: standard. Yeah. Okay.
0: So more of the same cakey goodness.
2: Yay. (laughs) And more wonderful Nicole and
0: Jacques. Yes. Yes. She was very, very entertaining. And, um, they, they're surrounding her with a, a couple of good co hosts. So it should be a lot of fun. Check that out. Um, Deadline.com brings us the news that Star Trek animated series from Hageman Brothers, Alex Kurtzman, and CBS TV Studios gets greenlit at Nickelodeon. So, apparently 2019 is the year of Star Trek. Because there's TV, uh, cartoon, comics, like, they are fully throwing as much Star Trek as they can at the screen to see what will stick.
2: Yep.
3: I I hope it's animated just like the original cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Hoofah. Meaning, using the word animated very very loosely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's like putting a cartoon, like a a picture (laughs) on a stick and moving it back and forth on a screen. Um, The Hageman brothers penned it. Um, It's going to be a CG animated series, and it's targeted at younger audiences. So it's not your grandfather's star trek apparently this is a a world where these kids find a derelict ship and they take it on adventures i don't understand why that ship just happens to be there like you would think they would have a better disposal process you know the the federation eh. anywho um
2: it always amuses me when people question the logic of, like, Cartoons. banal things in sci-fi. Yeah. It's like, this is what you're worried about? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's if, if I start really dissecting it, I, it gets too crazy. This is just, how, what, why? <laughs> why was that there?
2: <laughs> and my response is, you live in a spaceship, dear. it's true.
0: Um, <laughs> so, uh, like, CBS has, okay, CBS Television Studios' new animation arm, Secret Hideout. And Roddenberry Entertainment. Like, everybody that should be involved is involved. Um, So, hopefully, it's got... It'll be what it needs to be. It's got the bona fides. So, hopefully, it'll be a nice new take on a classic series that will bring in new audiences
2: i love the picture with this article just because i've noticed this in a couple of stories i've seen recently where it's a picture of some of the creative people behind the scenes who nobody knows who these people are or what they look like and it's like here's these two guys who are making this show yeah great how does this picture help me at all well you need are
0: caption so it says kevin's <laughs> on the left and it's on the right i'm assuming um but yeah it's about time that the creative people get some sort of spotlight the guys you know that are writing this stuff to make it so that it hits the screens anywho um as i was reading this article they have a lot of star trek stuff coming out the 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 patrick stewart one uh star trek short treks series of short stories tied to, to star trek discovery um the animated series lower decks from Michael McCann of Rick and Morty fame, targeted at mature audiences. I am oddly curious about that. I want to see what a mature audience cartoon revolving around in Star, the Star Trek work,
2: in the Star Trek universe. Yeah.
0: Um, and Section Thirty-One, which I did—they they have very—it's just in development, so I don't know what that is. But it's all coming keep an eye out if you like star trek you, you 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 got a bunch of it coming at you so stay tuned for that one um next up <laughs> i appreciate you posting this karen this song will be stuck <laughs> in my head for probably eternity um the nerdist brings us i i guess you could call this a trail no not really it's a not trail. really a trailer like, it's, just a little it's a bonus. music video That's to welcome the bonus. antichrist <laughs> Um, so with Good Omens coming, they're doing some entertaining stuff to, I guess, highlight the world in which Good Omens takes place in. And this is a music video about the Antichrist sung choir-esque by nuns.
2: Yeah, the nuns play a rather large role in the story, so... I, and yeah that's what that's about and
0: i and i get it i don't i i, I do but I, I i feel like i should at this moment i should just cut in a, a snippet so you see just uh, it'll be from the middle and please check this out because this was very entertaining like it's just a new baby smell <laughs>
2: I had a little tiny triumph with this which is that there is uh somebody created an or uh, a Twitter account for this uh, order of nuns right. from the show. Right. And uh they tweeted out this video and I retweeted it saying that um uh, if you have a baby and you're not singing the song to the, to that baby then what are you even doing with your life and they like they loved it they responded we had a little back and forth about how like well your baby doesn't really have to be the antichrist to sing the song to the baby and you know it's spreading the dark lord's good word by you know just singing to the antichrist so it's
0: fantastic it's fantastic so that, that you could have that conversation now oh, good stuff all right hollywood reporter brings us the newest trailer for the deadwood movie and we get a little bit more information um takes place 10 years after the the series ended um the big baddie we find out who that is um we get the (laughs) hearing ian mcshane say cocksucker is one of my favorite things he does it so well I, there are certain shows that I feel I don't have to rewatch to enjoy the newer stuff, but like I haven't seen Deadwood in such a long time and I enjoyed it so much that before I watch this movie, I will revisit the world again. It's, it was done so well, so, so well. And it looks like they're trying to progress the story along and hopefully wrap it up neatly. It's a lot of stuff is is coming to a head in this, and it looks good. You guys at all interested in the movie and or the show?
2: Well, we've never seen a second of the show, um, which isn't to say we're not interested. I mean, it, it's got good people involved, so I'd it watch
0: Timothy it. I mean, like, yeah, agreed.
3: I would like to, but you know, time, time. Yeah, so yeah, let me let me get right on
0: that. with all that time I don't have. <laughs> well, um, did we get the date? I don't even remember. Did we? it's 42nd So the premiere is May thirty first.
2: Oh, that's soon, guys. Yeah. Same day as Good Omens. In case you're not interested in Good Omens, you can go watch this instead, or you can watch them both at the same time, and you know See,
3: that's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, in case you're not interested in go- Good Omens, you can go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> well, that is also true because you can. You can.
0: It's, it's a viable.
3: As far option. as I'm
2: concerned.
0: Um. 13 years after the series ended. God. A long time.
2: So it's been longer since the series ended than they're setting the time jump. Yes, the but the not
0: that much. Like, I guess they have to sh- explain why everybody looks 10 to 15 years older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. Um, but not for nothing, Ian McShane and Timothy OnlyFund t- held up really well.
2: Well, they are the biggest stars. They have the most money, and therefore the best means to
0: keep themselves done. fight <laughs> off
2: aging. <laughs>
0: keep themselves age free. All right, from the feast dot. Oh no, Bravo TV. The feast. Uh, <sighs> Chef Fatima Ali. What is the James Beard Award?
2: It's a uh, it's a cooking award.
0: Okay, and it's it. Who gives it
2: out? It's the James Beard Society.
0: <laughs> okay, so she won it, um, with, with posthumously. Mm-hmm. So she has passed earlier this year, um, and everybody, apparently, in this article said, "Yeah, she she deserved to be. She deserved to get it. She deserved to be there. Her 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 like trying to bring joy and happiness to people via food." makes her very well-deservant of this award. And I I can't argue with that. I mean, Karen, you're more familiar with the situation, but it seems like they did the right thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's just, you know, this was a nice little um, coda to, you know, we talked about this woman before and, and her story of, you know, having been on Top Chef and kicking ass and being awesome and then having to deal with this horrible cancer. So this is a nice little, uh, nice not ending to the story, but a nice nice little bit of recognition for her <laughs> in the face of a pretty bad tragedy.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like it the, towards the end of the article is like, during the ceremony, people paid tribute to some of her food f- heroes, icons like Jonathan Gold and Anthony Bourdain, and I couldn't help thinking that they are probably all up he- there together at the most delicious noodle soup spot, slurping away, watching over us all. So... That's cute. The award I'm assuming like that, that there's a Twitter pick and that James I what was his last name? James Beard. Beard. That I'm assuming that is his likeness on the award. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. They
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. James Beard is a, a fairly major award for especially for up and coming chefs, so
0: Well congratulations to her estate, I guess. And she seems to be well-deserved of it. Um, next up, CW released the season five trailer for *iZombie*, the season five and final season of *iZombie*. We we will link to the YouTube uh, sh- you know, YouTube channel for them, and and it looks like more of the same, which is not a problem.
2: Yep, it looks great. I'm excited. It comes out this week.
0: How long has it been? I feel like it's been a very long...
2: It's been like almost a year.
0: Really? Only a year? I feel like it's been longer than that, but okay. <laughs> like yeah, Every no, once in a had... while, I look around to see what like episodes have released or where, how far behind I am, and I think I'm a full season behind, but this was... Am I a full season behind? I saw the zombies bum rush the military while they were trying to feed them. Was that season three?
2: Oh, God, I don't remember. I'm old, dude. Damn. I just know that I like this show. Yeah, it it was a late spring show every year, so it's late spring. Yeah, makes sense. Believe it or not, it's already late spring.
0: All right, The Hollywood Reporter brings us the info. That Twilight Zone has been renewed for season two over at uh, CBS All Access.
2: Yay. Not
0: a surprise.
2: There was much rejoicing.
0: Much rejoicing was to be had. Um like I said, great show. Cannot wait to see what they do with with more time, with the, avail- the ability to make more episodes. Um, next up, Deadline.com. Viacom adds four flagship channels to Pluto TV streaming service. Now, I'm not familiar. Like, I haven't seen how Pluto TV works, but... Uh Viacom said it's flagship networks, B E T, Comedy Central, MTV, and Nickelodeon will be added to the free ad supported streaming service, Pluto T V. <laughs> um that's great, I guess. It's it's you're 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 getting a free web based content for some great channels. Like this is there's a plethora of shows and entertainment on those four channels. So now it'll be available streaming for free via <coughs> commercially supported stuff, but uh, I'm kind of surprised that it took like when did it, it said in here when Viacom purchased yeah it purchased pluto t v in January I'm surprised how quickly they added this stuff to it. Like let's see how it runs as is. Try to make a little bit of that back, and then like that's what I thought would happen, but apparently not. Um, so yeah, they 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 announced it. They're trying to go for a younger audience, and I guess using Comedy Central and TV, Nickelodeon, and BET is the way to go. Hopefully, it works for them because more availability of free streaming services is more gooder. <laughs> Well said. I know. Uh, variety.com. Words brings good. us Phil Lord, Chris Miller signed a nine figure overall deal at Sony Pictures Television. It's a lot of figures. So I, I had to do that's that's in the hundred million millions. M- hundred millions, yeah. Yes. Now it could be one hundred million. That is a nine figure deal. I don't feel that it is. I feel that it's more than that. Um they were so, okay. They are now at Sony. They were at Fox. So they they're they're coming from a, a a well-placed position, especially with the properties that that Sony now still or should I say still has, the Spider-Man offshoot universe. Um a lot of that stuff they these are the guys that are like like are the right fit to do that because they were responsible for um, Into the Spider-Verse. Like, yeah. They did a I, f- I, phenomenal job with that.
2: I don't think that's in here in this, in this article, but I did read somewhere else that that's one of the shows that they're going to be working on is a Spider-Verse show, which seems like it's good news. Oh, wait.
0: Well, they, they, they are responsible for Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Unfortunately, both 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street and the Oscar-winning animated film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So, that's, like I said, enter- Like whether you liked it or not, 21 and 22 were kind of funny. Kind of funny on the stupid side. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was a great comic interpretation of a phenomenal story. I hear Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is entertaining.
2: Our kids love it. Yeah. It's really cute.
0: So there you go. More stuff from them. Good idea Sony (laughs) whether it's not like yeah I like it I like the fact that like the right creators are getting the right stuff not just like these these studios are looking at their stuff and going this is we need to find the right fit for this because we want to bring this to life again or you know whatever but they're they're fitting that as opposed to saying we signed this creator and we're going to figure out what they're doing that that's working in reverse get the right people for the the, you know for the content and you're you're gonna win i don't know it seems simple to me but anyhow uh next up screen rant.com i posted this because i don't know i had a few extra minutes and i started looking at other trailers and the it's called the society trailer um the society will be a netflix series That is Lord of the Lord of the Flies inspired. Now, I, when I saw that, that title, I was like, all right, that's an interesting, like Lord of the Flies is a, you know, very well-written story. And are they going to like Riverdale this? And I was (laughs) curious and I looked at it and I was intrigued. It looked entertaining it's exactly what I expected it to be. Um, maybe slightly darker. Um, but Lord of the Flies is a dark story. It just looks looks pretty interesting to me. I I will I will check it out because watching what happens to <laughs> it's the you know, a youthful society without any sort of brains, just what happens. And as you would expect all hell breaks loose and shit goes sideways so we'll get some of that So it Netflix.
2: might be a bit of Schadenfreude if if you you know don't have much respect for the younger generation yeah. <laughs> you're just like oh. let's see how these idiots fuck this up
0: exactly exactly and it it's they of course it's a very dramatic trailer and they they hit all the beats that they need to but i was like i'm looking at i'm like i'm peeling that stuff away to go let's see the story in this tale that they're trying to show me. And it looks like there'll be like factions and, you know, whether it be males versus females or, you know, rightful thinking people against those, the savages. Like I, I'm
1: curious. I got
2: the impression it was like popular people are in control, which is like, Hmm, maybe not for me. Thanks. <laughs> I get enough of that in life. <laughs>
0: and i got the fact that the popular people were trying to take control but the you know sensibly sensible thinking people were like i no we're going to sort of try to fight this so we'll see it's a it's it will be on netflix i did i did it have a date i don't even know if it had a date but it's it's netflix that means it'll it'll be here soon um and this last one. So another one from screen rant. Um, I am so sad that I fell off of this show, but Mr. Robot's final season uh, is is coming to USA and they're taking a page from the BBC and they're going to make it one long Christmas special. (laughs) So um, with everything that has happened with the creative, team here i'm very glad that they're coming back to this to wrap it up because there have been you know there was some big things that happened in the end of the last season and in that break time some very big things happened with the cast and the creative like remy becoming you know oscar Oscar winner winner. (laughs) so good for him um also got a little bit in here that uh, he is doing. He did um, the Amazon Prime thriller Homecoming with Julia Roberts. Great for him. Um, played Freddie Mercury, and he's gonna be a Bond villain. Ooh, that Ooh. also intrigued me because he is—he's creepy. He plays creepy well. I want to see that as well. So, <sighs> good stuff. I like—I I like it that there's very. Like, today was a positive episode. (laughs) Every (laughs) once in a while, we got to have one of those. So, But that's all I got, people. Um, Chris, you still with us? No, I went home. Okay, can you go get Karen? Can you go get Chris?
2: Chris, come here.
3: You can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels at Geekade for our latest video content at Geekade. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twebcast can also find us individually on twitter i'm at geekade chris that's geekade k-r-i-s karen where can people find you
2: shoot underscore the underscore moon
3: evan where can people avoid you
0: <laughs> geekade underscore evan
3: if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight be sure to check out our show notes and while you're at it you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on itunes spotify or stitcher where, if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on com for
0: more fresh, original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, Chris. Karen, it is your it's, turn. It's me. What do you got for us this um,
2: week? I'm watching a lot of stuff, but um, at the same time, not watching it. like enough stuff. <laughs> um, and most of the stuff that I'm watching right now, we've already talked about. So that leaves me with... the one thing that I'm really enjoying that uh, that we haven't talked about yet, so let's watch some Shira. Ooh! <laughs> I want to go with season one, episode nine, "No Princess Left Behind."
0: Season one, episode nine, "No Princess Left Behind." Shira, very good, Paul. Because I have been interested. Now, is this a show that I need to watch the first eight episodes?
2: um need to is a strong word but i mean you will certainly enjoy it if you do and they are short episodes okay yeah
3: it goes by pretty quick and i think uh yeah you can get away with not watching them but it'll uh
0: it'll be beneficial there'll uh, be a
3: bit more of uh, more of a connection to what's going on if you watch at very least watch like the premiere like the the opener to kind of get your get the lay of the land
0: gotcha all right there you have it folks Thank you once again for joining us this week. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. You unlock
3: this door with the key of imagination. I just got to chill. Good night.
0: And this concludes our broadcast day.